Hello and welcome to an introduction to sports and gaming podcast episode one by Introduction to Sound Production. My name is Robert, I'm one of the hosts, and we'll also be joined by Shannon, Andrew and Reese. So hi everyone and welcome to the gaming side of the podcast. Today we'll be talking about the game we have recently been playing. For me, it has to be Fortnite, which is a battle royale game where you can team up or go solo to try your best to become the winner at the end of the game. There are also different emotes and skins you can unlock or buy with a digital currency called V-Bucks. You get lots of skins such as Jonesy the First, one of the most iconic of all of the default skins. And then you can get skins from the DC and Marvel universes as well as Star Wars and different games such as God of War, Halo, Tomb Raider, Rocket League, Street Fighter and Mayhem. As well as movie characters from Alien, Deadpool, Predator, Batman, Harley Quinn, The Flash, Black Panther, Ghostbusters, Aquaman, Venom, Terminator and John Wick just to name a few. You also get iconic people such as YouTubers, Laserbeam, Ninja and Lachlan, and even famous singers such as Marshmallow and Travis Scott. I personally play Harley Quinn in her Suicide Squad form, but starting from the 21st of April 2021, there's going to be six comics that are based around Batman and Fortnite. And the first one comes with the new Harley Quinn skin, which I'm really looking forward to as I plan to be pre-ordering all six at the time of recording, and I only have issue one. All six comics come out with codes that can be used to unlock in the game rewards and if you redeem all six you can get Armoured Batman as a reward. Another game I've been recently playing is Bendy and the Ink Machine. Bendy and the Ink Machine is a first person indie horror game that begins in the far early days of animation and ends in a very dark future. The player plays as Henry Steen an old retired animator that goes back to his old workplace, Joey Drew Studios, and discovers that an ink machine has corrupted the entire studio and brought certain cartoon characters to life. The game mixes combat with puzzle mechanics. Players explore through a first-person view and have limited physical actions such as running and jumping. Different items can be collected, some of which are required to perform various tasks before proceeding. Cans of bacon soup, a reference to the game's creator, Meatly and his partner Mike Mid can also be collected for achievements and to restore Henry's self if he is injured. So, Reese, what games have you been playing? I've been playing NBA 2K21. It's a decent game. I'm very new to it. The career is very interesting. The storyline that it creates around playing basketball. I'd recommend it. Very good graphics and movements. And what about you, Andrew? I've been playing Resident Evil 7 on my PC as the 8th game comes out soon. It's a very good survival horror game that I'd recommend to any fan of the genre. And finally, what about yourself, Shannon? The game I've been playing recently is Skyrim. I love how it's an open world game and you don't need to do the missions that you could just do whatever you want. I've been your host, Robert. Now it's time for the sports section of the podcast. Reese will be talking about UFC, Andrew will be talking about basketball and Shannon will be talking about snooker. How's it going? I'm racing this part of the show. We're going to take a look into the UFC top five rankings and discuss what is going on and how the ranks are changing. First class we're looking at is the lightweight division. The lightweight division at this time has no champion. It's 29-0 Khabib Nurmagomedov, retired, undefeated, leaving number three ranked Charles Oliveira, fighting number four ranked Michael Chandler for the championship gold. 
This day's number one ranked Dustin Poirier open for his third fight with UFC legend and number six ranked Conor McGregor. While ranked two Justin Gaethje has no fight lined up after his loss to former champ Khabib. The second division we're going to take a look at is the middleweight division. This is a division ruled by a 20 and 1 champion, Israel Adesanya. He is matched up in a rematch this June against number 3 ranked Marvin Vittori, while number 1 ranked Robert Whitaker has just retained his number 1 ranking by defeating number 8 ranked Kelvin Gaslam, as number 2 ranked Paulo Costa had to pull out due to injury. At this time, UFC haven't scheduled a fight for the number 2 ranked Paulo Costa. The last division we'll take a look at is the heavyweight division. The heavyweight division is where the hardest hitters reside. The heavyweight champion Francis Ngannou holds many records, one being he is the hardest hitting human record on earth at this time. He recently captured heavyweight gold by beating a heavyweight GOAT Stipe Miocic, who is sought at the number one on the rankings leaving Derek Lewis number two. Derek Lewis is number two on the rankings after his recent knockout of number three ranked Curtis Blades. Another two relevant to all of this is the number four ranked Cyril Gain, who is putting his undefeated streak on the line against number five ranked Alexander Volkov. Meanwhile, Francis Ngannou is due to either defend his belt against number two ranked Lewis or UFC legend John Jones making this another stacked top five division. Next time, we'll explore other divisions, rankings and discuss them, as well as touching in on other already spoken about contenders. Thank you for joining me. Until next time, goodbye. Welcome to the intro to basketball. I'm Andrew, and I'm going to be telling you about the biggest rising stars in the NBA. Each of these players are 24 years old or younger, so they have plenty of room to grow as players. The first player I'm going to be talking about today is Luka Doncic who plays for the Dallas Mavericks. Luka didn't take the natural route to the NBA that most players do which is going from school to college and then the NBA for the draft. Luka's route to the NBA began in Slovenia where he played for Union Olympia and impressed while playing for the under 14 squad. He also won a Vasis Intesa San Paolo Cup MVP award despite his team being runners up to FC Barcelona. From there, Luka went on to sign for Real Madrid where he would make his professional debut at the age of just 16 and in the 2017-2018 season, he would go on to win the EuroLeague MVP award at just 18 years old. Luca then left Real Madrid to declare for the NBA draft, and was selected by the Atlanta Hawks with the third overall pick, but he then got traded to the Mavericks who sent the fifth overall player, Trey Young, back to the Hawks. This trade would pay off big time for the Mavericks, as since then Luca has went on to win the NBA Rookie of the Year award, and is now a two-time NBA All-Star, proving himself as a top player in the league. Luca's size makes him a tough matchup for other NBA point guards as he stands at around 6'7 compared to the other point guards in the lead who are an average of 6'3. The areas of Luka's game that make him such a good player is his playmaking ability to create shots for himself and his teammates as well as his solid shooting from inside and outside the three point line that has seen him score game winning three pointers time and time again, even some coming from the halfway line of the court. I believe Luka is a future MVP and is one of the most exciting and talented talented young players to watch in the league right now.
The next player I want to talk about is Donovan Mitchell. Donovan Mitchell was born in New York and played college basketball for Louisville, where for the most part he flew under the radar and was drafted with a 13th overall pick by the Denver Nuggets, but was then traded to the Utah Jazz, which is where he currently plays. In Donovan Mitchell's rookie season, he began generating a lot of buzz around his name for being the surprise player of the draft class because not everyone knew about his scoring ability and his all-round athleticism. He would lose out in the Rookie of the Year award to Ben Simmons in the contract controversial decision, which a lot of people argued Donovan Mitchell should have won, as it was technically Ben Simmons' second year in the league. However, Ben Simmons had to sit out his first year due to injury. This, however, has not stopped Donovan Mitchell from developing into an even more dominant scorer and improving year in and year out. He's become an all-star level player and has already been named twice to the all-star teams. This season, Mitchell has been a key player in the Utah Jazz's revitalized team that has seen them battle it out with the Phoenix Suns for the number one seed atop the Western conference of the NBA. Donovan Mitchell is currently out with an injury right now, but with the Utah Jazz pretty much guaranteed a spot for the playoffs and Donovan Mitchell looking to return for the playoffs, if he can help his team reach the NBA Finals, 2021 may be the year that Donovan Mitchell cements himself a spot as an NBA superstar. The third up-and-coming player I'm going to be telling you about today is Jason Tatum who plays for the Boston Celtics. Jason Tatum is a 6 foot 8 small forward who is the complete package in terms of scoring. He can shoot the ball, dunk the ball, score on the post and drive to the basket to put in layups. The Boston Celtics selected him third overall in the 2017 NBA draft after trading down from the number one pick with the Philadelphia 76ers. A couple years after this trade taking place, we can now see that this was 100% the right decision to make, as the two players selected before Jason Tatum, Markel Fultz and Lonzo Ball haven't panned out to be that much, whilst Jason Tatum has been a Rookie of the Year candidate, however like Donovan Mitchell he also missed out on winning that award to Ben Simmons. This hasn't stopped Jason Tatum from improving each year, as we have seen an improvement in his points per game, assists per game and rebound per game numbers each year he's been in the league. For the first two years of Jason Tatum's career, he had to play as the second scoring option behind point guard Kyrie Irving, who was a bit of a polarising figure in Boston. However, once Kyrie left, the Boston Celtics became Jason Tatum's team. Since being given the reins to be the main star of the team, Jason Tatum has began to develop and fulfil that potential the managers and coaches seen in him when they used the number 3 pick on him. Playing alongside Marcus Smart and Jalen Brown, two of the NBA's elite defenders, Tatum has a massive load taken off him in terms of defending the ball and has allowed him to take over games in the attacking side of the court with his massive offensive skill set. And what has been a bit of a down season for the Celtics, Tatum has been all the talk in Boston. He's currently averaging 26.5 points per game, 7.4 rebounds per game and 4.4 assists per game and has had some incredible solo performances that have carried Boston to beat teams in much better form than them. Most recently and arguably Jason Tatum's best ever performance as a player, he tied NBA and Celtics icon Larry Bird for most points scored in a single game by a Celtics player when he scored 60 points against the San Antonio Spurs to help Boston overcome a massive 32 points deficit and a stunning comeback win. Well, you can make the criticism he does not share the ball as much as the other top players in the league, Jason Tatum is starting to build a proper case for being a top 5 player in the league, and by the time his career ends, if he's still challenging for records held by legends such as Larry Bird, he very well could have a solid case for the Hall of Fame once he retires. For this section, I'm going to be talking about snooker. 
I'm going to give a brief overview of what snooker actually is and how it works. I will then follow on from that with some snooker news. How snooker is played. Snooker is played using a cue and balls. One white ball, 15 red balls and 6 different coloured balls. Each ball has a different amount of points. Points per ball. You have one white ball which is your cube ball so therefore you get no points. You have 15 red balls at one point each. Yellow ball is worth two points. Green ball is worth three points. Brown ball is worth four points. Blue ball is worth five points. Pink ball is worth six points. And your black ball is worth seven points. The aim of snooker. The aim of snooker is to put a red ball first, followed by a coloured ball, then a red, then coloured, and so on. This red coloured sequence continues until all of the balls have been pocketed. If you fail to pocket the right ball, then it becomes the opposing player's turn. Highest score possible. A maximum break, also known as a maximum, a 147 or orally a 147, is the highest possible break in a single frame of snooker. A player compiles a maximum break by potting all 15 red balls with 15 black for 120 points, followed by all 6 colours for a further 27 points. What is a break? A break is a number of points scored by a player in one single visit to the table. Players turn and break ends when he or she fails to pot a ball or does something against the rules of the game, called a foul, or when the frame has ended. What is a frame? A single game of snooker is called a frame. In the first round of a snooker tournament, the matches are played over 11 frames, so the first player to win 6 frames wins the match. In later rounds, matches are played over 15 frames. Over to snooker news. Judd Trump has taken the lead over the rocket Ronnie Sullivan for first place on the table, making him world snooker champion. As the current table stands, first place is Judd Trump, second Ronnie O'Sullivan, third Neil Robertson, fourth Mark Shelby and fifth John Higgins. In other news, Judd Trump has criticised players who play negative break-off shots and urged them to remember snooker as entertainment. The world number one was speaking after Mark Williams caused a stir at the World Championship, starting his match with Sam Craigie by rolling the cue ball down the table so it nestled underneath the reds. There is nothing in the rules against William Shaw. He is not the only player to attempt it and is an ideal strategy to avoid leaving a long red on which often happens from a conventional break. The World Snooker Tour have written to players to seek their views on a controversial strategy, but Trump says it is not going to help the sport attract new fans. In other news, Ronnie Sullivan predicts Judd Trump to finish with five world titles to his name. So there it is folks, a very first episode of Intro to Sports and Gaming by Introduction to Sim Production. Thanks for tuning in.